Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on with you, brethren? Nothing much, man. You look over those questions at all? I did, but before we do that, let me say, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio, and um, this is your brother, Black Ice, man, CEO and founder of the International Poet Organization. You are tuned in to Voices Behind the Pens. We're going to get started in a moment, all right? So hold on to your seats. Uh, we're probably going to do a little side conversation until everybody gets on to get running. We got about three minutes before start time actually happens. So let's go ahead and just find out and talk to my brother. Uh, yeah, brother, um, I looked over the questions, some of the questions, um, you know, driving and and looking, driving and looking and everything. And so uh, I'll look over it a little bit closer. Got you. Um, you know, when I... Uh, really get a chance to get settled. I'm just actually making it home now. Uh, one of my coworkers, her bir birthday is um, this week and I won't be here. So I said, we got to do something for her tomorrow while I'm here. There you go. Uh-huh. Yep. How your day going, brother? It's going good, man. It's still busy. It's, it's I can already tell you building, I can already tell you building up for uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it's nonstop, man. I got Marty Embry coming on the show next week. Not this week, but next week. So he's going to be on the show. I, I, I got some more people that I know are DePaul fans to come on the Zoom. Um, it's just, man, it's just so many things happening. Dude, I, I sat down with a counselor today on a Zoom um, to get to, to start going back to school, man. I, I, I'm so excited. I can't wait, man. It's just a lot of good things happening right now. So... And they want me to, uh, the school wants me to do a, a, um, a uh, what do you call it? You know, tell, they didn't know I was doing as much as I'm doing now. So uh -huh. they want me to do, they want me to do a, a thing for the school, to put it on the school website, to show what I'm doing. And that's good news for me because oftentimes they ask former uh, students to come back and teach. And I would love to be a teacher, something that's always been on my mind, to go back and teach at Illinois Center for Broadcasting, and they pay really good money, man. Really good money to do that. So that is something I would absolutely love to do. So I'm hoping that opportunity okay. comes up. But you got to be, they said you got to be in the business for at least five years, and I've been in it for well over five years now. Well, actually just over five years now. So but we'll see what happens. Good stuff. Good stuff. And you deserve it, brother. You know, everything that's coming to you, you do deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Let's swing over to um, our sister, Enigmatic Mahogany. What's good with you, my sis? What's going on in your world? I saw you put that beautiful picture up on um, um, <laughs> Facebook so we all could see. I mean, which picture was you talking about? You know, there's so many of them, black eyes. There is. There is, my sister. There is. Well, this week has been awesome. It has been amazing. Um, I was actually selected. I'm pretty sure the picture you're talking about. 
I was selected as board of directors for Every Child Has a Story, which I am a very strong believer in, and it's with making children business owners, entrepreneurs, helping them publish their books, giving them writing workshops. So it's an amazing opportunity, amazing ability to be able to embed some wisdom and knowledge into children so that they'll be able to leave their jewels forevermore. So that's very, very exciting. And then my son, of course, he's in the eighth grade, and he has gotten scouted for varsity baseball. So very excited about that. So always good things, positive vibes only. So I hope everyone else's week has been tremendous and amazing as well, and I am looking forward to an epic show as always. That's what I'm talking about. Let's swing this thing over to the Living Miracle Brother O, Michigan City, Indiana's own. Let's find out how that brother's week's been going and how he has been doing. What's good with you, brethren? We want to kill some of that dead air, Brother O. So when we call on you, you know, we want you to come like right in, you know what I'm saying? No hesitation, no pauses, no one or two second delay. So let's try that again. We want to swing this thing over to our brother, the living miracle from Michigan City, Indiana. Let's bring this brother on. How you been doing? How's your week, brother? Oh, my week's been pretty good. Just, uh, just looking forward to celebrating my birthday two weeks from tomorrow. Okay, okay. So you what, March, huh? At the beginning of March, first week of March? Actually, it's going to be the beginning of the second week, yeah. Yep. I'll be 46, two weeks, man. Hello? Ice? Hello? You lose that, y'all? What's going yeah, on, y'all? Hey, Neil, what's going on, sis? Hey, what's going on? Gina Storm, this you? It's me. Hey, family. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's going on? Y'all ready to get the show cracking? Yeah, we're ready, whenever you are. Cool. So I would like to, y'all got to excuse Excuse my, my, my tardiness. Um, I would like to thank everybody for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-Winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning voices behind the pens. We are here each and every Monday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. We got your hosts on the line. We got Miss Enigmatic Mahogany. We got Gina Storm, brother. Oh, myself, Nina Purple. Well, we're gonna be joined shortly by our brother, Mr. Black Ice. So in the meantime, between time, let's do like we do each and every Monday. I want everybody to tell me how their week was, because I haven't talked to you guys and since uh since last Monday. So Miss Enigmatic Mahogany, since you like since you kick things off around here, we're gonna get started with you. So how was your week? Week was everything. It was amazing. Um actually on Sunday I got selected for the board of directors for every child has a story. And I'm extremely excited about that because it allows us the ability to be able to breathe back into our children. We help children be able to compose their own story, take them through the writing process, editing, publishing, marketing, all of that. So I'm extremely excited for that opportunity and looking forward to some great stories coming from the youth as well as business entrepreneurs for these young children. 
As well, I'm going to brag on my baby. You know, I'm a mother first. My son has been scouted for varsity baseball, and he's only in the eighth grade. So I'm also excited for that as well. My daughter is doing amazing things in her school, so I can't complain. You know, I'm taking life as it is and enjoying every moment. Nice. That's what's up. So who we got next? Miss uh, Gina Storm, how's your week been? Absolutely amazing. Um, I got a lot of things done. I don't care if the temperature hasn't risen to my age yet. If the sun comes out two days in a row, I feel amazing. And I use the opportunities to do a lot of housework that I probably would have put off because the clouds make me feel like I just can't go on. But I got, I felt like a superwoman over the weekend. And so this has been a wonderful and very productive week for me. I'm just so glad to be back with y'all and happy Monday. Yes, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mr. A. Spark, how has your week been, sir? Oh, mine has been good. Mine has been really good. There's so much going on. I don't even know where to start, but I'm just, I'm feeling blessed. I uh, started my physical therapy for my torn meniscus. Uh, it, it hurts so much, but it felt so good to get started because that means I'm on my way back. So that's the blessing. Hey now, hey now. That's what's up. That's what I like to hear. So, but brother, oh, how your how your week been, bro? Always been good. Uh, just uh, just uh, looking forward to celebrating my birthday two weeks from tomorrow. I'll be uh, forty six. So I'm looking forward to celebrating my birthday and. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, life, life for me has been pretty, pretty good so far this year. Now oh, that's, that's that's what's up. Your birthday, as you said, in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Talking about forty-six. I want to see an ID. Talking about some dang on forty-six. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. It's always good to celebrate them birthdays. So my week, guys, has oh, been yeah. actually wonderful. I have had a blessed week. Uh, I'm about to start my intense therapy. Hopefully my job can accommodate me the way they need to so I can stop having them being on my back about me being slow, that I can't, something that I can't control, that I can't help. But, um, yeah, other than that, God is good. I'm still working. I'm working on my books. My deadline is March 27th. So, yeah, other than that, I have had a wonderful week, y'all. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm on the phone with you guys. So, Mr. Black Ice, how has your week been, sir? Ouch. I just hurt my foot. How your week been? I think you say he's stepping away. Yeah, you got to check the messenger. Step I mean, stay, stay on mm-hmm. that messenger. Yeah. You know what? Don't make me have to put him in a headlock. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, step away. Yeah. Who else on the phone with us? Honest Wade. I think I hear your voice. You you co-hosting with us this week? Uh, he said he told me to chip in uh, to talk about how my week was. So I, I'm just going to say how my week was. Um, the temperature has not reached my age. Then we would be in the height of spring. <laughs> uh, and I'm hoping it will get there. I'm not sure I'm co-hosting. But uh, I have something to spit tonight, uh, being it is the Black History Month. It is uh, in that realm and not in the realm of 
Valentine. <laughs> That's it. Okay, cool. Well, hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that thought. So when we get to you, you can spit that out peace. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So I want to thank everybody again for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. You have just heard from your host telling how their week has been. So now without further ado, what we're going to do is get into the speed host round. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to start off with Miss Enigmatic Mahogany, uh, A Spark, Gina Storm, Brother O, and myself, and then end it with Mr. Black Ice. So we can get it uh, cracking up in here, y'all, so we can get this Monday night started like we always do. So without further ado, if you guys are ready, Miss Enigmatic Mahogany, ma'am, the floor and the mic is yours. What are you looking at? I'm just doing what you see women do all the time. See, I'm picking up the pieces of my broken home. See, I searched high and low. I couldn't find the Hustables, the Winslows, or even the Jeffersons. But see, I took half the lesson. See, I moved on, but I wasn't moving on up. See, as every other woman, I faced hurdles, I faced mountains, I faced testimonies. But that was not the end of the day. It did not break me. See, it's those lessons I got from Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman. You say, who am I? I am Corinne. I am Maya. I am Rosa. I am Michelle. It is within these lessons I had to learn, learn to take a self-evaluation of I because I love me. And before I could love anyone else, I had to love me. So many times our culture, our black sisters and brothers are swept under the rug, far from education to the system, where do we go? In that time, I had to realize that once indeed I got in tune with my true self, I am strength, I am encouragement, I am inspiration, I am empowerment. I decided there was going to be no brokenness. I had to make sure the cycle of divorce, the broken homes, ended with me. And that's that piece. There was a time when the only thing that mattered was the crack of the bat and the play at the plate. When fans attended games to watch their favorite players and commune with friends. When players cared more about their play on the field than the worth of their next contract. There was a time when the smell of a 50-cent hot dog to a 10-year-old kid was the scent of heaven. When a ball hit to the stands was kept as a treasure instead of sold as one. When future all-stars learned to keep an eye on the streetlights and understood the value of an empty bottle. There was a time when playing on the cornfields of Iowa or the concrete playgrounds of Chicago was like playing in a wondrous sold-out Wrigley Field. This year, we celebrate the 100th year anniversary of one of the most iconic ballparks in sports history. Since April 23, 1914, Wrigley Field has stood as a beacon of hope to many of its north side residents and surrounding neighbors. However, its prominence is not limited to the borders of the third largest metropolis in the United States. Its ivy-covered walls and manual scoreboard, along with its comfy confines, help extend its reputation to many communities across our vast nation. Places like Corpus Christi, Texas, La Plata, Maryland, Wichita, Kansas, Kannapolis, North Carolina, and Kane County, Illinois, all places where minor league baseball flourish. Not only has Wrigley Field stood the test of time, surviving 17 presidents, 52 wars in a Great Depression, she has been witness to some of the most, to some of the greatest moments in baseball history. From Babe Ruth's called shot in Game Three of the 1932 World Series, to Mr. Cub Ernie Banks hitting his 500th home run off Braves pitcher Pat Jarvis, from Ryan Sandberg's late home run heroics off future Hall of Fame Cardinal closer Bruce Souter, 
to then rookie Kerry Woods, masterful, 20 strikeouts, no walk, one hit performance against the Astros. From the time the lights were turned on and illuminated her majestic arena for her first shot, uh, sold out night game in 1988 to the time one of her most beloved hit home runs number 61 and 62 over her lofty field wall, left field walls and into the history books on September 14, 1998. There will come a time when an aspiring seven-year-old kid from a small town like Good Hope, Illinois, will stand in his backyard holding nothing but a three-ounce wiffle bat, holding nothing but a three-ounce wiffle bat, and the hearts and hopes of millions of Cub fans past and present. He will close his innocent eyes and dream of standing in a wondrous sold-out Wrigley Field 20 years later. He will feel the crisp autumn air of October on his chilled cheeks and the hopes and prayers of every soul from Montague, California to Long Lake, New York. He will walk confidently, almost defiantly, to the plate, slowly pausing only to look beyond the bulging Wrigley Field seats directly into the past, daring history to repeat itself just once more. He will stop two feet from the batter's box and take a long look at the nervous pitcher who must be feeling the weight of every camera and every attentive sports fan across the globe. Bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth, he reminds himself. Ready for the moment, he tilts his head to the plate umpire and steps into the box. First pitch nearly takes his head off and sends him to his knees. Undeterred, he shakes it off, stands back in the box. Strike two. Then three straight balls to load the count at three and two. And when there can be no other outcome, but the cries or cheers of a fandom that has waited several lifetimes to know the meaning of a champion, he takes one final swing and watches the hope of a promised franchise fly over the right field walls, past every ghost and every goat, past every black cat and every barman, past every 1984 and every 1969, straight into infamy. Rounding the bases, he stumbles from the accolades being showered down upon him. As if it were somehow possible, he hears the radio voice of Jack Brickhouse and the TV voice of Harry Carey shouting in unison, He did it! He did it! I don't believe it! Little Johnny Jenkins has hit a walk-off grand slam home run to win the World Series for the Chicago Cubs. And then he will hear the only thing that can pull him from his most glorious moment, his mother calling him for dinner. Still, he stops and returns to Ridley one last time. He removes his baseball cap and waves it to his adoring fans as his teammates carry him on, his, on their shoulders to an MVP meal of mom's famous spaghetti and meatballs. There will come a time when very soon when anything is possible. And that's that piece. Okay. But my God, we tried today. It's happened previously. I know that I'm doing something right when I'm walking in the light and God has blessed and highly favored me. The devil's been so busy that I feel like he had to shine a spotlight on little old me. I can't even remind me that He's running this world, and there are going to be people who do bad things or upset this girl, but there's no reason for me to go tumbling down a rabbit hole, letting my cheese slip off the cracker, and people thinking that I would be doing something that would be spectacular in a way that would be violent, and I would put it on a large display, and I would later be ashamed and feel bad because I had kept a cool head, even though I failed anger management previously. It's not something that I'm proud of, and I had to stop that. 
brewing storm immediately and not allow the devil to use me because he was so busy. And I felt like I was, but he was pulling my strings. Here I am thinking to myself, how could this possibly be? How did I end up in this position? And why is he checking for me? Tell me I'm doing something right. I've been prayed up for quite some time. I'm thankful for all of you who keep me in mind when you're saying the prayers that you do. And I assure you, in this day, it worked like I tried and I survived in peace. My sisters, this is your love, Professor. I offer you some timeless and valuable gems as it pertains to finding your kings. This poem is intended to give you pointers along with offering lessons that I've learned about daily relationships. Find a man who genuinely cares about you, and a real brother looks out for you. Find a man who is both loyal and faithful to you, and wants you and only you, as much as you show him your loyalty and faithfulness. Find a man who is committed to you, and has no time to play games with your heart, emotions, and feelings. Find a man who honors and respects you as a real woman as much as he, as you honor and respect him. Find a man who appreciates you for everything you do to show him your love and appreciation through your actions. And a man who acknowledges your efforts to maintain the relationship. Find a man who takes care of you financially, spiritually, and emotionally and recognizes that you have high standards that he must meet before before he puts a ring on your finger. Find a man who will stand up and defend you when your life is in danger, and a brother who is a real protector. Find a man who loves your children and grandchildren as if they were his very own, and a brother who is ready to step up to the plate be that positive male example in their lives. Find a man who loves you despite your rule swings, flaws, and perfections, limitations, weaknesses, and your attitudes. Find a, a man who loves you for the unique woman you are, created to be, and a man who treats you as his queen daily. Find a man who supports your goals, dreams, and visions, and a man who celebrates your achievements, achievements achievements and accomplishments. Find a man who enjoys conversations. And find a brother who can talk to you who you can talk to about anything. Find a man who has potential to be either your boyfriend or your husband instead of a player, cheater, or a boy trapped inside a man's body. Find a man who shares at least ten similar interests and common characteristics with you. Find a man who is your best friend, lover, prayer partner, companion, who you can build a friendship with first before pursuing a relationship. Find a man who is willing to be upfront, honest, and transparent with you about his past, as you are honest, transparent, and upfront with him about your past. Find a man who enjoys going out with you, enjoys most of the same activities that you that you enjoy. It, Find a man who enjoys special spending quality time with you and a man who enjoys your company. That's at peace. Don't want to lose you, but in the process, don't want to lose me either. 
My heart is bleeding royal blue and all the stories, even some of the lies I told you were true. And although together for years you act brand new, if people only knew all the things that I put me through. Accepting tolerance of you, I immediately dealt with your ignorance. So time felt obligated. Do I stay so people can congratulate us? Or do I stay so people can hate us? Your eyes lost attraction and other females' anatomy brought distractions, which eventually be my subtraction, which meant your love for me was only a fraction. So do you sex me because you want to or you have to? Is it love or lust? Your flirtations, body language, how can I trust you? I took all your shit. I would have moved a few problems around in my head so that yours can fit. So how can I love you? See, he wants me, but he lusts her. He betrayed me, but he trusts her. He communicates with me through text, but solicitates her with sex. He takes me out for dinner, but eats her out for dinner. He treats me, but he treats her. He wipes me, but he plays house with her. He loves me, but he's in love with her. He beats me, but sways to the beat of her. He belittles me, but has a little one with her. He plays with my emotions, but fucks her to find emotions. He says we have nothing in common, but but because they have matching ashtrays and lungs, they get along just fine. And he says I don't show him no attention because I work too much. But just because they share the same couch in different colors, she shows him more attention. And he sucks on her, but he sucks all the energy out of me, out of me. See, that is why that is why I have to say that I'm sorry. I can accept my apology now because I couldn't accept it before because I wasn't ready yet, because I kept going back and forth to abuse over and over and over again. And I kept saying that I was tired. I was so, so tired. But was I really tired? See, I could tell my body that I'm so, so sorry for putting her through sexual abuse as a child from my cousin, for putting her through physical abuse, not one or two, but three times in her life, for letting her soul being disrespected, for letting her, my heart being raped raw without a condom, for letting him lay down with me and inject me with his bad spirits, for letting him take control of my life, for allowing him to give me the handbook on low self-esteem, no self-love by endangering her life when I was homeless, sleeping downtown on the streets of abandoned buildings, waking up to the cold air. I'm apologizing right now, but she didn't deserve none of this. I chose to stay with ignorance. I kept going back to fake hurt love. I was scared to run. So today, I, Janine Hall, folks, want to apologize. I want to apologize to that five that 21, that 23, and that 31-year-old Janine Hall for all that she has been through. It took me all these years to get it right, to realize that I had to say absolutely not to violence. Got tired of being a victim, which meant I was very irritated and can't tolerate an immature man. I'm not a victim. I'm victorious. I'm not hurting. I'm healing. I'm not perfect. I'm praying to be. I'm passionate about my cause. No, not fake, but I'm faithful. No sob stories, just a survivor. I thank God that I don't look. It's time to change. Yes, it's time to change. You've been procrastinating in regards to your goals. Lord knows there's no reason to wait. Where's your faith? That house that you've been wanting to buy? Why are you so hesitant? Everything else is irrelevant. Aren't you tired of being a tenant at someone else's residence? Paying off their mortgage when you know that you can afford this? 
fix your credit, save your end. Every journey starts with one step, and it's time for yours to begin, my friend. See, I believe in you, and I know you feel the same. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying it's time for a change. And what about you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about you. Those of you who've been in that relationship leasing, talking about it ain't my season, but what's the reason you're wasting time? You emotionally guard your heart and your mind. Meanwhile, you got an armful of baggage. Leave that shit behind. It's time for a change. God ain't going to bless you with that queen until you're ready for it. And God ain't going to bless you with that king until you're ready for it. Until you fix what's broken inside of you, you're going to continue to lie to you and find someone else to blame. It's time for a change. You've been contemplating going back to school, continuing your education. You're on the road to success to reach your final destination. Don't let nothing stop you from reaching your goals. You've been traveling this road carrying a heavy load, and life has taken a toll. That's how I know that can't nothing stop you but you. Just hear my voice tonight on Voices Behind the Pens and accept the truth. It's time for a change. That's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio. You're listening to Voices Behind the Pens, the award-winning Voices Behind the Pens, four-time. Man, you've heard a powerful, powerful speed round tonight. You've heard from, man, um, Gina Storm. You've heard from Enigmatic Mahogany. You've heard from A Spark. You've heard from Brother O. You've heard from Nina Purple Rain, who has some technical difficulties. And this is your brother, Black Ice. The first poet tonight is going to be Onyx Wave. Let me see if Nina Purple Rain is back on the line. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my sister, Nina Purple Rain. All right, let's see if Onyx Wave is live and on the line. Onyx Wave, are you there, my queen sister? Yes, yes I'm here and I'm ready. That's good. So listen, you're going to be our first poet for tonight. Um, we are in Black History Month. We're going to National Women's Month in March. But, man, um, let me just say you are Hello? a very powerful poet. You've been calling into the show for some time now, and you've been spitting and doing your thing. And um, mm-hmm. I see my sister Mina is back on the line. We'll bring her in in one moment. And so, um, sis, you get to kick off the show tonight. All right, so yeah. we're going to go yeah. ahead and go to you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, you're tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio, Voices Behind the Pen, celebrating 10 years live on the air. Our first poet on deck tonight is Onyx Wave. Let's go, my sis. Inventions by the African. Of your negative rhetoric, I have had my fill. If you had your will, to some land it's your wish that me and my kind be banished, or simply want us to vanish. Because I am African or black, you constantly say, why don't I go back? But I want to enlighten, just in case you've forgotten, of all the remarkable inventions that has been created by the African. My intention is you to educate, because you are so blinded by hate to settle the long-standing debate if you are sure of this land you want me to vacate. Slavery, do you remember that awful tragedy that held my kind in captivity for over 300 centuries? 
to work in your cotton and tobacco fields all day for that work. My ancestors did not receive any pay. Before you send me packing, let me remind you of the spectacular things the Africans uh, were credited for inventing. Those motor cars that you drive and to your destination you safely arrive. The automatic gear shift with what a superb invention. And the traffic light, red, green, and yellow, all invented by an African fellow. Can you imagine all the collisions that would happen had it not been for this invention? Many of you have a penthouse in that high-rise building. The elevator you ride in without an African inventing up those long winding staircases you will be walking. Before you send me packing, you see that cell phone on which you're always talking, the technology used in that invention, none other than an African. These things you use daily because of someone that looks like me, the clothes dryer, the suspender that holds up your trouser, and on those and those reversible baby stroller, all those inventions by an African. You sit in the train and allow the track it sails. That very important third rail, another valuable invention by none other than an African. Your eyes giving you trouble. You see in double because of cataract. Don't worry, we can fix that. The surgery to correct the condition. Again, another invention by an African. By the way, all these things I am taking when I am leaving. By, but let me continue to show how valuable I am, the African. The first heart transplant surgery is documented in history. This operation successfully performed by whom? An African. Another African went a bit further, and he invented the pacemaker. My bag is of inventions is brimming with all these wonderful things. My race is credited for inventing. But I think, but I think I can find some space. You know the peanut butter your children love to stuff in their face? That too was invented by someone of the African race, by a man named George Washington Carver. The grass in front of your house would be so much taller if it weren't for the lawnmower. Yes, another Invention by whom? An African. Wait, I'm not finished yet. Indoor privacy you get. That African you want to go back invented that superb masterpiece, the toilet. Let me check and see if my bag has, has any more room. In a rocket, man went to the moon. But had it not be for those hidden figures the African women found, your, your rocket would have never left the ground. Summertime comes and it's too hot. That portable air condition unit you got, that too invented by an African, so much better than a fan. Yeah, my bag is kind of heavy with all these things I have packed. Remember, it is you who want me to go back. When I'm leaving, all these things I'm taking. So, the answer to my question I'm waiting to receive. Do you still want me, the African, to leave? That's that piece.
And that's that, Pete Onyx Wave. You did that. When I tell you I am proud and melanated tonight, when asked, why don't I go back? Let's educate those blinded by hate with the inventions by the Africans. Snap, snap, snap. I couldn't even snap the rest of the night for that piece. Once again, thank you so very much for paying homage to the Africans and bringing awareness to all of the amazing inventions that were presented. Thank you once again. You're welcome. Onyx Wave, a beautiful piece by a beautiful artist at a beautiful, during a beautiful month. I mean, it was just outstanding, making us all aware of our beautiful black culture. You got me smiling over here, proud, puffing my chest out a little bit. You know, yeah, we leave and we taking it all with us. I want them all to know. If you want us gone, we taking everything with us. Tina, you up. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I, you know what? It's one of those things where Black History Month is in February. Well, being black is 365. And when you hear a piece like that, I'm truly proud to be among that number. So uh, all I can do is raise my fist and salute that piece, Queen. And thank you for refreshing some of our memories. I feel like I was not just in history class, but in black history class. Awesome piece. Brother O, what do you have for Honest Way? Uh, you, as you were, no, I'm a, a student of black history, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff you said in that poem on his way, it, uh, it, uh, it, it, is a reason why I uh, love black history, because it's not just celebrated one month out of the year, it should be celebrated every day, and you exactly hit that point where almost everything we do, use today was invented by a black, either black man or a black woman. So, basically, they say they try to send us back, but does that not forget? We invented almost everything you use. Everybody uses, and uh, you can't, you can't deny, deny contributions. You can't, you can't just deny. The fact that we built this country. So I thank you for sharing that piece. That was that was awesome, and I enjoyed hearing every word of it. Thank you. I'm, I love Black History. I'm in, in in the Black History. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Nina. <clears throat> That piece was really nice, very powerful. I felt every word, uh, everything that you said. Uh, a lot of people don't, they, they act like they don't know. You know, black people, we don't invented a lot of stuff in this country. A lot of stuff that you use every day was invented by a black person. But half of them don't even get the credit. I mean, they only put the ones that they felt like, that's how I feel, like the ones they felt like giving credit to in you know, the books or history books or whatever like that. But, uh, yeah, that was a great piece. Uh, thanks for sharing. Ice? Yeah, you know, um, especially with February being Black History Month, there's a large emphasis and focus on black inventors. And, um, you know, especially um, even at my job, you know, there it, it's, it's a focus on, you know, medical inventions, you know, Dr. Daniel Hill Williams, the heart, you know, transplanting, different things of that sort. And so um, that piece that you did tonight is timely. Um, it definitely lines up with the theme of Black History Month, but we don't just believe that February should be Black History Month. 
we believe that every month should be Black History Month because our history is American history, and American history is a part of our history. Those of us who came over here on the slave ships and landed on the shores of America in Virginia in 1619. So thank you, sis, for educating the listeners. Thank you for that beautiful poem and that insight. As you always do, just greatness. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and I say again, you're tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio. Man, um, it's a lot of stuff that's happening, and it's happening real quick, (laughs) y'all. You know, and, uh, man, it's just, um, I guess you can call it a blessing just to witness and see what's going on because this is the time that our parents talked about. This is the time that, you know, um, we read in prophecy that there would be things such as um, we're dealing with today. So we're going to talk about more of those things as we get into poetry as well. I'm pretty sure we got some callers on the line that want to spit and want to get in. Also, be ready for um, the Cornerstone review done by Onyx Wave. We'll get into that in the middle of the show, but right now I'm going to turn it back over to our lead host, Miss Nina Purple Ray. All right, you guys. All right, you guys. We're going to get to why we're here, which is you, the callers, because if there's no you, it's definitely none of us. Uh, so we're going to get to the first number online. First number I see is 773-316. 773-316. That's your name. Where you calling from? Seven seven three three one six. If you're just listening to the show, say so. Okay, um, we're gonna get back to the. Okay. Hello. Hello. Am I? Are you listening I'm, to the show? Or are you calling in a spit of peace? Is that three one six zero zero eight five? No, seven seven three three one six. Okay. I'm 316. And you are the firekeeper, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary firekeeper. I'm surprised you don't know that voice by now, Nina. Greetings, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. My bad. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm wonderful. I'm alive. Amen, amen, <laughs> and amen. So, um, we're going to let you kick off the show tonight with, with one of your hot pieces. Whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours, ma'am. Okay. Um, I will do um, Five Families. Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, and Tamir Rice were all shot and killed. Then they were accused of committing vice, while Eric Gardner was simply choked till he had no breath and could only lie on a New York street and succumb to death. John Crawford stood in Walmart, holding an unwrapped toy gun. Two cops appeared. John Crawford couldn't even run. Five black males without guns all lost their lives, while five white males with guns went home to wives. Five families whose lives were shot and completely shattered because five grand juries decided Black lives don't matter. Five white grand juries, five white defendant attorneys proved beyond doubt that five black males deserved final journeys. Felt white males, all pursuing with a legal gun, could stand their ground and had no need to run. But five black males without a gun, the jury found. 
deserved to die because they had no ground. How can black people stand ground when there is no ground? Instead of ground, there's quicksand we have found. For instance, Marissa Alexander, a young educated wife, in fear of an abusive husband and fearing for her life, shot a warning bullet into a solid wall, which began her plunge into an epic fall. Although police reported, supported the validity of her fears, a grand jury sentenced Marissa to 20 years. 20 years, no one shot, no one dead, but she was imprisoned for being black and afraid. When will this insanity, an African-American stop? We feel like we're living on a dynamite spinning top. When will the United Nations take a stand and declare a moratorium, declare a ban on killing black people in America because we're black? America, we charge you with genocide, a historical record from which you cannot hide. These killings are modern, modernized lynchings of today, for evil is real and it has found its way. What is it that makes them want all of us dead? What is it that makes them so intensely afraid? Is it the melanin we possess that protects us from the sun, that natural object from which some races must run? Or is it the thing that makes an NBA coach who truly wants to win put on the floor not four but five black men? Is it this thing of our natural physicality bred into our genes from days of slavery, where those who survived the middle passage on the sea were then force bred with mendies and mandingos so there would be more slaves to equal or surpass in numbers those dropped into underwater graves? Dear God, we ask, where is their sanity? that will lend to them some essence of humanity? What is this thing that releases their savagery and makes them think what's funny to see is other humans hanging from a tree? America, we charge you with genocide. One day you'll try to explain how hard you tried, and we will simply say, but you always lied. A grand jury is nothing but a big, white, bold-faced lie that prevents innocent American black youth from living before they die. But then one day, there'll be nothing else to say, for history has proven that evil cannot persist, for humans of goodwill will always insist that evil is relegated to a different space because racism has no relevancy in the human race. Just as a beautiful flower, has no value over another, and is never judged by nature based only on its color, so too with humans, it is positively true. Your true value lies in that which God has bestowed upon you. So act to change the laws to protect innocent others, realizing that all humans under God are human brothers. And if you believe, I say if you believe in the fatherhood of God, must not you also believe in the brotherhood of man and an earth where five black families can live and breathe in a more just land? Thank you. And that is that peace. Speaking of the unjust moments, we all plead and desire to go to the just moments. 
taking us through those horrendous moments, making us even more prouder of who we are. Thank you so very much. You are definitely keeping the fire hot in here tonight. Thank you once again. Thank you. What a piece. What a piece, Firekeeper. Once again, you know, you always make us think. You always take us down these roads where we reevaluate the situation, especially this month. Again, this being the Black History Month, and we are being heavy-handed here with our black culture. And, and, and you reminded us, uh, again, uh, not that we don't deal with it on a daily basis, but uh, the pain that we endure, that our, our ancestors have endured. And um, thank you once again for another, another powerful piece. Absolutely beautiful. Gina, what you got? Thank you, my brother. Yeah, absolutely, Queen. The, the power in your voice, along with the delivery, because a lot of times you get caught up in the lyrics because we're all poets and we love words. But the passion in which you you didn't just read it, you embodied it. And so we felt it on an emotional level. That, that's where I was. I had chills. So I want to thank you, and I can't wait to hear what you have next, next Monday. See you next Monday. Thank you so very much for your kind words. You're welcome to Irving. Brother O, what you got for her? As always, uh, I keep always brings the, the knowledge and the wisdom of the pain and suffering our people have faced over the years. And and uh, I get some of that poem up in a, a quote. It goes something like this. White folks live by the law. Black folks die by it. So uh, basically, you explain the history of how we suffered unjust injustices from slavery until now. It's still happening. And... Uh, the capital attack was capital attack by the Trump supporters was was a, a prime example of white privilege. If that were Black Lives Matter supporters on the Capitol Hill that day, we were talking about a massacre down in Washington D.C. instead of instead of uh, letting those Trump supporters get away. A tale of two Americas. America that that my parents and grandparents lived through. The January sixth showed us why, showed us what why black folks is talking about we we suffer injustice every day. Prime good great poem. That was a great poem. I listened to every word of that and I and I really got something out of it. Thank you, brother O. I appreciate your words. Okay, Nina. Great piece, great piece, great piece. I love it and I love you. Thank you so much, Firekeeper, for calling in and sharing that hot piece with us, man. We love you and we miss you. Make sure you tune in more often when you can so we can keep hearing that that hotness from you. God bless, God bless, God bless. Aisha, got a few words to say? Thank you. We have a lot of callers. We have a lot of callers on the line, so I won't be long-winded, but I you know, do want to say um, I love my sister, and um, you know, she continues to inspire me, and uh, she has a, a lifelong legacy of just greatness and, uh, and poetic flow, as you heard tonight. So she ain't old school or new school, but she's true school. All right. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, back to you, Nina Purple Ray. 
All right, you guys. All right, you guys. This is what we're going to do because we're getting down to that nine o'clock hour. So this is what we're going to do. We are going to have a speed round with the rest of the callers that are left. Now, a lot of the callers that are on the line, I recognize your phone numbers. So I'm going to give the order for the first one, two, three people that I see because I, I know the first three, but the last two, I'm going to unmute you and just tell me what your names are. So... First, we're going to do Jay from Arkansas. I see you, Jay from Arkansas. So Jay from Arkansas is going to be first. Uh, follow after him, we're going to have Project Poet. I see you on here, Project Poet. After Project Poet, we're going to have uh, Chi-Chi. I see Chi-Chi. Hopefully, Chi-Chi can get through this time this week. We got Chi-Chi. After Chi-Chi, I'm going to do this. Three, two, three, uh, three, five, two. State your name and what's your name, uh, your name, where you coming from. Oh, sincere from Los Angeles. Sincere, I'm gonna have to memorize that phone number. What's going on, my brother? No, everything beautiful. Everything's blessed. Cool being. So you gonna go after Chi Chi? Okay, let me mute you right quick. Hold on one second. Uh, seven nine two zero uh six three four. Who is this? State your name. Where you calling from? It's Doug C, Florida. Hello. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this is my brother, man. Oh my god. Hey. Cool beans. On, I got you. Yes. Okay. So you probably gotta get up early in the morning, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so then this is what we're going to do. I'm pretty sure Jay from Arkansas, I'm pretty sure you're not going to mind. So this is what we're going to do then. We're going to have Dub C's go first so he can uh, get off the phone and get ready for bed. We're going to do Dub C's first, Jay from Arkansas second, Project Ford third, TT fourth, and we're going to end it with Sincere. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Now let, now, let me jump in before we start this speed round. And I want to say welcome to everybody that's about to make this speed round the hottest speed round ever. But before we go to you guys in a speed round, we got a segment on our show called the Cornerstone Review. So let's go ahead and go to Onyx Way for our Cornerstone Review. It is 60 seconds of pure education and art and entertainment. So Onyx Wave today. You are dealing with Black History, 60 Seconds, our Cornerstone Review. Let's go. Yes. Um, <laughs> you caught me off, guys. Uh, black History. Uh, I am an immigrant uh, to this country, and many times I write from that perspective. But I recognize the struggles of the African American. Black history is American history. African Americans share a proud legacy of courage, dedication, an innovative vision that has significantly contributed to the nation's success and prosperity. Black History Month also remind us that although we have progress, we do still have a long, long way to go. Thank you. And that is our Cornerstone Review by Sister Onyx Wave. Nina Purple Wayne, let's get into the speed well. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So y'all know what the speed round is. So for those of you that don't know, I'm going to tell you the speed round is just do your piece. No soliloquies, no, op no open mics, no uh, 
introductions of your poems just get right into it when you're done say in peace of the person behind you can uh go so we're gonna start it off with my brother the legendary the legend himself mr dove sees kick us off one time bro black history black history they act as if they've done us a favor by giving us a month to celebrate our culture when the truth is they're constantly picking us off and feeding us to the vultures See, pay attention to the sign. It's all coming together. At the rate of self-extinction and the time, it's now or never. Only 28 days in the month that they claim is to honor our kind. While we're excited about that celebration, we're really wasting our time. I know this may rub some of you the wrong way, but I don't buy this bullshit they're selling us because we're going to speak of it today. They use the names of Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King to make us think they're showing us respect that they brainwash us to keep chasing the dream. See, if you're busy chasing the dream, that means you don't see the truth until it's too late. Because dreams are something you see in the midst of being asleep. You don't see dreams when you're awake. Figure that out. Use your head. Think about it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, our means of black history, (laughs) damn right, I'm all about it. But what gets me is it's no longer a mystery. They had a reincarnated Hitler to make us black history. Get it? Make black history? Well, as you can see, he was making it easy for us to be picked off. Aggressive cops drugs on the block, and we knocked each other off. So you can continue to celebrate our history for only 28 days. But me, it's a forever celebration. I'm honoring those who paved the way in peace. My queen, you should put a full phalanx to your left. And I should bring up the rear guard. My verbal Smith and Wesson will keep them guessing. From which direction came the blast that cracked and crushed the insurrection. I shall be as a thief. No clues, only questions of my detection. As I serve these out cold confections and get this mic cooking like piping hot convection. You've adorned and pressed chest protections. But at night, his shots beckon like beacons as my eye poke through the scope. I am that stick in your spokes, like magneto so fly that I float. When I stop, I hover. When I pop the trunk, they shall seek cover. With more bounce to the ounce than a barrel of flubber. I bust like rubbers. I stay in the lane like clover, hand delivering the back hands like Danny Glover. Yeah, I be peeping you and pending leaking. You got my heart beating. You getting carried away like Bernie's weekend. I'll be telling you, peeps, that you're sleeping. The pleasure should be all yours. It's got to be something to be murdered by pure metaphors. As these smart bombs soar into this arena and kill to death a schema, a walking misdemeanor made me lose my temper and dismember a chicken contender. Note to self, I got to remember my medication or like the hawk, I'll be wondering where I'll be waking. More anticipated than constipation. Can you hear the elation in my old palpitations? You should have stayed at home alone and played your station, but now it's your belly that I'd be baking. Since I was in the deep end of the playpen, heads, limbs, needles, pads, and pins were my best friends. I've been a poetic writer since bubble fat and tie fighters crushing itty bitty spiders under AF1s or tins. One dude leg still kicking from the smack that he received in the murder mitten. 
I be smiting kittens. Boy, you couldn't even pass guild admissions. AT&T couldn't decipher the sailor division of my mission when I phased like vision. My riddance be bagging kittens like cats for kitten. When I'm taking heads, I can feel the quickening. As this gymnast be flipping, my ink be dripping, my poor pen salivates, it can hardly wait. I scratch my verses out on a slab of slate. So I just suggest you just ingest these metaphors from this port of war. But I express like breast to babes, catch the wave like coke in my banana boat. I'm hopelessly doped. Like I said, I'm not sticking your spokes, breaking your ribs on the ropes. Make you go more green than the frog that's about to croak. More poor than the Pope. I'm coming clean like soap. And I'm relentless like Jason and the forest blazing. Beef don't be grazing. Beef don't be close shaven. Beef be feeding the ravens. So quaff the raven in peace. As I emerge with this, as I emerge with this conscious conversation for the congregation. As my words string symphonies, no sympathy, we soldiers. That's canatonically comatose to your pessimistic notions. Which means your words is worthless. We merge verbs in the verses and victoriously deliver spectacular speech. Such as, my mother don't know me. Before I drowned in Katrina's water, that epitome of time. Overlooking God's wrath from the rooftop with a frozen sun. Chosen ones have come to the calling of our fallen. We outcry again. Second wind, but still on my first breath, my first steps was towards salvation. BT warned me to save myself. So I personally pen and pad my life storms and pirate sharp poems that come back dope. I'm life hope, cause the Pope ain't the only one who know Christ's secrets. For whose reasons I write deeper. And he who seek peace is still seeking. As I'm peeking past the past life, past on past messages that translates into atrocities. Our planets and pearl and our pavement is plagued with catastrophes. There's got to be more than me to see that somewhere lies a purpose. And that's why I spit in peace. Don't shoot me. Insurrection. I have an illness, and it's called white elite status, and I am what I am, tricked to be better than you slave under my laws of the land of which we stole from the Native American. No bipolarism, list to anti-niggerism, and all other behind me. I am America. Get over it. This land is mine, and I'll rum and ton it. How so please, and get away with it. Provoke me, and my mental ill will be bipolar, and I will shoot you, because all... I am what I am, American, and you Negroes, Latinos, Asians, especially Muslims are my slaves, under law insurrections. Hands up or hands down, don't shoot. I'm white, history, and a vulgar bigotry to what I pay and low fee. But my pleasure of my desires, I desire to hire all of you, American way. Reminder, I am white, and we rule this world, all of you Negroes. Live. So buck up. A lot more of me about to anti-kill for the gin and stop free world. Neoprism is on my back and neck and neck and white mental illness. 
and my will shall be done. Anti-ill patient comatose near you. Bipolar hands down. I said that once before, maybe twice. No more Q&A for you slaves of my family. Ill will is my tree line. Don't shoot me. In peace. Trayvon Martin killed by a neighborhood watch person named George Zimmerman. Not being charged. Savagely. Racism following him because of the color of his skin. Claimed he was threatened by Trayvon, but instead he killed him because of the color of his skin. George Zimmerman had no need to follow him. Anyone that insecure should not have been carrying a gun. Four months of training and you can carry a gun all of those 911 calls should have relieved him of carrying a gun. Then Trayvon Martin may still be alive. Justice needs to be done. George Zimmerman needs to be put in jail. Family, friends, and others are devastated because of the injustice of this crime. We need to put prayer back into the neighborhoods and schools. That is the only thing that is going to stop all those unnecessary killings that are going on in today's society in peace. Yes, guys, that was the, the speed round. You have heard from Dove C's, the hottest host of Underground Power Hour. Check him out on Sundays, y'all. You heard from Jay from Arkansas, always very versatile, doing his forms in different kind of forms. You heard from Project Poet, always bringing the heat. You heard from Chi Chi. I love you, Chi Chi. Nice piece. And you heard from Sincere. Nice piece. Thank you. Brother. I love nice you. Piece. That was a hey, that was a high speed round. Y'all just went in like seriously. <laughs> I could have looked. I wish we had time. I would have been like, repeat, do another one, do another one, do another one. Maybe one day we'll work that into the show where people can do two pieces or something. But for now, y'all, you guys uh showed up and show out. Thank you so much. So what we do is Thank before we get me. out of here, we have a hey, no problem, no problem, no problem. So before we um get out of here every week, we have a positive word that we give our feedback on each and every week. So today's positive word is grind. So my host, I want you guys to give your feedback on the word grind. So Miss Enigmatic, when how are you going to kick us off with your word? What, what's your take on the word grind? With grinding, it's just a matter of putting in all your effort, putting forth all you got and making it do what it do. And I encourage everyone to grind for that passion and desire that you have in your soul. Yeah, for me, um, grind is about getting it in, you know, getting out there and getting it in every day moving forward. You up, Gina? Oh, my goodness, grind. Um, I have been saying this since I was a teenager. I had a job of checking a hustle. I say to my grind, I don't know anything but to grind. I grind in my sleep. If I wake up and I have a thought in my mind, I write it down immediately so that tomorrow morning when I wake up, I can immediately get on my grind. So grind to me just means staying focused and driven and never stop. Brother, oh, what do you think grind means? 
uh, the word grind means to me is putting in putting in the extra effort of work to be to be uh, a great individual like the average person is. And the grind grinding instead of working at working at your your craft daily, improving it, and uh, putting in the work so you can reap the benefits from it. That's my take on the word grind. Man, grinding meat means just that. You got to do what you got to do. You got to sacrifice. You got to uh, go above and beyond in your own life. Because we always talk about how people go above and beyond to help us do stuff. But sometimes you got to go above and beyond in your own life, in your own grind. You know what I'm saying? To make sure that you do what you got to do. Don't give up. Failure is not an option. Grind means whatever it is that you want to do, whatever your dream is, whatever your goals are, whatever it is, you got to go out there. You got to take no for an answer. Don't take no. You got to take no. I mean, you got to take no. You cannot take no. You have to take yes or answer. Because remember, for as many no's that you get, you're going to keep getting them yeses. So whatever you, whatever it takes to get what you got to get to make your life better, that's what grind means to me. Ice. Well, you know, grinding is the process of rubbing two things together, right? And so when we think of grind for this particular text in which we're speaking on it tonight, know that there's going to be resistance. Know that things are not going to be smooth all the time. So can you still move forward when you have something pushing against you? when you have resistance, when things seem a little bit hard, can you still move forward? Can you still progress? Although you may not be moving at the same rate of speed as you were moving before the resistance came, can you grind? Even when something is rubbing up against you, can you still grind? Can you still move forward? Such is life. Those financial issues are rubbing against you. Those relationship problems are rubbing against you. Your place of employment and your coworkers and your bosses are rubbing against you. Know and understand that this is the process that you must go through in order to get to where God wants you to be. It's called grinding. Nina Purple Rain. Ooh, Isa, if you just not just, just spoke into my life, you just spoke into my whole soul right quick. Man, I appreciate that. I needed that. I needed to hear that because, man, I, ooh, Lord, especially my job, they've been really getting on my nerves, ever since, especially since I came back to work. And like I explained to them, when I left, I was normal. I had 10 toes. When I came back, I had nine toes on the top of a foot. I'm literally disabled now. I got to, hey, that's what it is. So they are like they don't understand that, but that's okay. God is good. Thank you for that word. So our word was grind. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning voices behind the pens. Man, we celebrating 10 years. We're going to keep celebrating 10, 10, 10 to 11 roll around. And uh, just want to say thank you guys. It's been great hearing from you, especially you, Dub C's. It's been great from here from you, brother. Uh, as always, I love you so much. Uh, miss you. I really miss you. I miss you. I miss you. But we're going to do this. We do this each and every Monday, y'all. 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. 
just check your local time zones and get up with us so you guys won't miss the show. So in our parting words for tonight, I just want to say I speak life over all you guys' lives. Whatever, guys, you're going through, it's going to be okay at the end of the day. Know that God got you. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. And, uh, man, keep grinding. And until we meet again next week, God bless you guys. Good night. Love you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.